Well, I'm I'm on on the the winning side. side. Yes, I'm on on the the winning side. side. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. Thank you for joining us today. It is Friday, July 23rd, and uh, the, uh, the days are going by fast, it seems like, and the summer is flying by, but I thank the Lord for Uh, This day that God has given us, this is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Uh, We welcome those of you listening by way of radio, 95.9 FM. Thank you those on Facebook that are tuned in, and then those on the podcast and those on the radio app. I hope that's been a blessing to you. We are looking forward to a great weekend uh, here at Victory Baptist Church. Our schedule this Sunday, we've got that early service at 8.45 in the auditorium. Sunday school starts at 10. Hope you plan to be in Sunday school, uh, not just this Sunday, but every Sunday. And then 11 o'clock service, and then Sunday night, 6 o'clock. We're going to have a great day together. Happy birthday today to Charlotte Medlin. Also, happy birthday today to Jennifer Short. And then today, happy anniversary, Russell and Alice Jefferson. I hope you folks have a great day today. And then tomorrow, happy birthday. We've got quite a few birthdays. Tomorrow, Bill Basinger, Stacy Keeter, Brandon Moody, Cheryl Morris, and Betty Watts. I hope you folks have a great day tomorrow, and happy birthday uh, to you. Be in prayer for our teens. They are coming back today from Colonial Heights. They've been at Calvary Baptist Church uh, for a youth conference. They went on Tuesday. And, uh, you know, this year we did it a little bit different. Normally we have uh, teen camp and then we have the uh, youth retreat at Lake Waccamaw. Well, uh, we kind of reversed it this year. The youth retreat at Lake Waccamaw, that was early in the summer. And uh, that was a Thursday evening, Friday, and then came back Saturday. And then this week, it wasn't really a teen camp, but it was a conference. And I've heard a lot of good reports and hope you be in prayer for our teens. I hope you enjoyed last night on the uh, radio the Unshackled program with Brother Bruce Fry. Uh, I sat with uh, my girls, Lacey and Savannah and Chloe. Uh, we sat in the garage. We got a little seating area in there. It's their playroom. And uh, Joanna made us some popcorn and we listened to the Bruce Fry testimony. It was powerful. And I've heard this testimony so many times. Uh, but last night it was so, so good. And I commented on that track that he did. He'll show. Uh, where he was singing with Hank Williams Jr. and the other guy. He said, you knew who that is? He says, that was me. I, I should have mentioned it yesterday, uh, but he also uses that to talk about the time he sat in the service where his brother was preaching. He slipped in late. He was in the back, and he raised his hand. And the, his brother did not even realize that that was Bruce, that it slipped in. And he said, I raised my hand. And, and, uh, and his brother said, I didn't know who that was. And Bruce said, that was me. And uh, praise God, he got saved. He put his faith and trust in Jesus Christ, and Jesus has changed his life. Oh, what a difference it makes when Jesus uh, comes to live inside of you. And so I hope you enjoyed that. Uh, I hope you be in prayer for our church, be in prayer for our school, Victory Christian Academy. We have an open house tomorrow from noon to 2. 
uh, over at the school. And it's a beautiful property, and God's been so good. And uh, we talked a little bit about it last Sunday night, and hope you'll be in prayer for that. Let's hear a song. Here is the old-fashioned quartet, and uh, these men sing a great song about the Bible. The name of the song is It's Just a Book, but that title's a little misleading because you listen to the song, and I think you'll be blessed. After the song, we will be in Proverbs chapter 10. We'll finish that up today. Hope you enjoy the music. When I look around to see the blessings on this country, it's plain to see how good the Lord has been. But I hear some people say, put that old white book away. And then I just remind them once again, it's just a book. That saved me from damnation. It's just a book that cleansed me from my sin. It's just a book that founded this great nation. And it's our only hope to get back again. They don't want God's Ten Commandments. They don't like my King James Bible. They don't care to hear what Jesus Christ has done. They speak with such conviction and condemn us with such boldness. But show that book and then just watch them run. If it's just a book, then why are you running? If it's just a book, then why are you so mad? If it's just a book, why do you get so nervous? If it's just a book that knows every thought you've had. This book into your heart it takes a book and it shows you exactly what you are from those pages there within it points out your every sin it discerns the thoughts and intents of your heart it's just a book that showed me full salvation it's just a book that read my title clear it's just a book that gave to me the victory it's that King James Bible that I hold so dear. It's just a book that saved me from damnation. It's just a book that cleansed me from my sin. It's just a book that founded this great nation. And it's our only hope to get her back again. It's our only hope to get her back again. Again. Amen for that song about the Bible. I'm glad that we have uh, the Word of God, the B-I-B-L-E. Yes, that's the book for me. Now, that song, and I've heard it preached before, and, and not heard it preached. I've heard people mention it in preaching, and I've heard it mentioned in songs, but we refer to the Bible as the old black book. Well, um, you know, some people have different color Bibles. Have you ever seen all the uh, beautiful colors they have for the children's Bibles? And then uh, even for adults, like uh, my wife, I got her a couple months ago, got her a, a brown, it's a real beautiful brown uh, Bible. And um, I've got a black one, but I've got a red one. I haven't started using it yet, but I've got some preacher friends who have used a red Bible. And uh, it is beautiful. Uh, some use like a burgundy or whatever, but uh, what, what color Bible do you have? Now, uh, I hope I hope it's the Bible. I hope it's the King James Version of the Bible. And I hope you read it. That's a good thing to do. It's not just a, an accessory, you know, with your outfit. 
uh, but hope you read the Bible, help you memorize it. Uh, but what color Bible do you have? Brother Caleb and I, I think we've got almost the exact same Bible, and uh, it's black. Um, uh, I have a preacher friend who's got a beautiful uh, blue Bible, and I've not been that brave to do a blue Bible yet, but uh, uh, the important thing is that you read it, and the important thing is that you get in the Bible, and you let the Bible get inside of you. David said this, um, that uh, wherewithal shall young man cleanse his way by taking heed unto thy word. Thy word have I hid in mine heart that I might not sin against thee. Sometimes we wonder, well, why do we keep sinning? And why do we keep going back to the same things that God saved us from? And it may be because we're not getting in the Bible. And uh, we're too busy, right? We got too, much, we got too much important stuff to do every day. We can't spend time reading the Word of God. And we're too busy. We can't spend time talking to the Creator of the universe. Now, yeah, I hope you understand I'm being facetious. Uh, if you're too busy to read the Bible and you're too busy to pray, then friend, you are too busy without a doubt. And I hope we'll take time to get in the book today. Proverbs 10 in your Bibles, verse number one, and we've covered a couple thoughts on this the last two days, but I want you to see Proverbs 1, uh, 10, verse one. It says the Proverbs of Solomon, of course, and we know Solomon wrote these to his son, Rehoboam, and unfortunately, his son didn't follow his advice, and it's so sad, it's so tragic. But it says in verse one, a wise son maketh a glad father, but a foolish son is the heaviness of his mother. You know, I want to, as a son, I want to make my parents glad. I certainly don't want to be a burden. I certainly don't want to be a heaviness. Now, I know my parents love me no matter what. Uh, my dad's in heaven, but I believe that uh, uh, he still, I believe to some extent, can see what's going on down here. I, I don't think people in heaven can see all the sin and the wickedness, but I believe there is a great cloud of witnesses. I believe they're cheering us on. I believe they're rooting for us. And I know one day I'm going to see my dad again, but uh, I don't want to be a, a, a shame. I don't want to be a burden to my parents. I want to make them glad. I want to follow in the things that they've taught me. I want to follow the truths they've instilled in me from the Word of God. Notice with me, if you would, verse number three. We're just going to hit a few spots here today in Proverbs 10. Verse three, the Lord will not suffer or the Lord will not allow the soul of the righteous to famish. Say, what does it mean to be famished? You know what it means. It's when you're starving to death, right? You feel like you're going to die because you haven't eaten in, you know, like three hours. You know, that's about how uh, my children are. It's like, oh, I'm, I'm so hungry. I'm starving to death. You know, I haven't eaten since, you know, breakfast. But the Lord is not going to allow the soul of the righteous to famish. You're not going to go hungry. You're not going to go without. God's going to give you what you need. He will take care of you because you are his child. Just like for me or uh, for Brother Caleb, who's here in the radio room, uh, we, we will go without before our children go without. Uh, my dad was like that. Uh, my dad, he, I remember growing up, my dad was a Christian school teacher for 20 years and he made very, very little money. Uh, he, he taught in the school because that's what God called him to do. That was God's plan, God's will. Uh, but I remember times my dad, he wouldn't buy new clothes. He wouldn't buy things for himself, but he'd make sure that his children and his wife were taken care of. And God is going to take care of you. And by the way, God doesn't have to go without because he owns it all. And he's going to take care of his children. Verse four, he becometh 
poor, that dealeth with a slack hand, but the hand of the diligent maketh rich. There's a comparison here between the poor and the rich, and it says here, the poor is one who is negligent or slack, the one who doesn't get the job done, the one who doesn't do what needs to be done, and the comparison is made to the rich. You know why that person's become rich is because he's been diligent. He's worked hard. He he has thrown himself into that thing and not been lazy. Verse 5, he that gathereth in summer is a wise son, but he that sleepeth in harvest is a son that causes shame. Here's another comparison. There's one who prepares during the summer and does all the work in the summer before the harvest even comes, and he's ready. And then you got some who the harvest is ready, and they're too lazy to go and get it. Uh, they're too lazy to even bring in the, the crops that are ready to be harvested. And uh, I hope that we're uh, in the, the former group rather than the latter. I hope we're preparing and working and planning. And then when the time comes, I hope we uh, get out and, and get after it and get it done. Verse 6, blessings. I'm thankful for the blessing of God, but the blessings are upon the head of the just. But violence covereth the mouth of the wicked. God promises to bless us when we live uh, right and do what's right and do that which is just. I want you to notice verse 12. The Bible says in Proverbs 10, verse 12, Hatred stirreth up strifes, but love covereth all sins. You know, when someone has hatred in their heart towards you or towards somebody, they're always looking for ways to stir up more strife. They're always trying to get somebody else fired up. Uh, That might be a good thing to check out in your own life and say, am I trying to get other people worked up? Am I trying to get other people stirred up? I was listening to a message yesterday, and I, I try to listen to preaching all the time. I don't do it every day. I try to do it many days. Um, and I was listening to a message the other day, and it was so good. Uh, but the, the preacher was talking about, you know what people are trying to do in this country? They're trying to stir up strife when it comes to politics, uh, when it comes to race, when it comes to uh, the uh, economical uh, status of people. Uh, People are constantly trying to stir up strife. They're trying to pit one side against the other. How come? Because they're trying to divide us. And I want to tell you, um, it is not the the Christian's job or responsibility to stir up strife. As a matter of fact, it's the opposite. Uh, God wants us to love. God wants us to be kind to people. You say, but what about people that don't believe the Bible? Well, we pray for them. We try to reach them with the gospel. Um, and uh, if they hate us, we say, hey, I'm sorry you hate me, but I love you and I'm praying for you. That doesn't mean we compromise. That doesn't mean that we say, well, we can't beat them. We're going to join them. Oh, absolutely not. But you can stand for what's right with a good spirit. I like what uh, Mark Walker said on Sunday. He said, hey, someone may not agree with us, but we ought to do our best to win them uh, with our position, with our facts, but also with our, our spirit, with the way we treat people. And uh, hatred stirs up strife, but love covers all sins. 1 Peter 4, 8, the Bible says that charity shall cover the multitude of sins. Now, I'm not talking about covering crimes. I'm not saying that if Brother Caleb, who's in the radio room, if uh, he came in this morning and he pulled out a a briefcase and there's, you know, uh, uh, $10,000, he says, hey, pastor, good news. Um, I robbed the bank last night and we got a lot of money for the offering. I'm not saying, well, I say, well, you know, Brother Caleb, I really love you, so we're going to just forget about that. No, you don't cover crimes. 
But I'm talking about covering sins. You say, what's that? That is when someone is unkind to you. Rather than retaliate and rather than try to get them back, you say, I'm going to love that person. I'm going to pray for that person. You say, well, someone was mean to me. Yeah, I, I'm sure they were. They were mean to Jesus too. They crucified him. But what did Jesus say? He said, Father, forgive them. They know not what they do. A love covers all sins. Verse 13, a rod or punishment is for him that is void of understanding. When we don't have wisdom and understanding, when there's a void, when there's a vacuum where wisdom needs to be, uh, we're going to suffer the consequences. Verse 19, the Bible says, In the multitude of words there wanteth or there lacketh not sin, but he that refraineth his lips is wise. I think this would be a, a good reminder for all of us today. If you don't have something good to say, it'd probably be good not to say anything at all. Or here's a good one. If you don't know what to say, it probably would be better not to say anything. Because the more we talk, it seems like the more we get ourselves in trouble. Have you ever done that? You kind of, and you, you start digging and you just keep going deeper and deeper. You're trying to get out of it and you keep talking. But the Bible says, he that refraineth his lips is wise. Uh, be very careful what you say. Have wisdom and discernment in your words. And don't just start blabbing your mouth about everything. Uh, the truth is that's when we get ourselves in trouble. And then one more verse I want you to see. Proverbs 10, verse 25. As the whirlwind passeth, so is the wicked no more. But the righteous is an everlasting foundation. Now think about the comparison here. One is a whirlwind, or we would use maybe the expression a, a tornado. The other is a foundation. You know what's true about a whirlwind? Boy, it comes and goes very quickly. And it does do damage. Don't get me wrong. It can do a lot of damage. But that's the way the wicked, a wicked person is. They come through so quickly and then they're gone, but they do a lot of damage. But the righteous, the Bible says in verse 25, is an everlasting foundation. I don't want to come into a place and do a lot of damage and then I'm gone. I want to come into a place and I want to be uh, someone that helps to build. I want to be that foundation. I want to be someone that uses wisdom and someone that is godly that could help to build a church or build a, a family or build a community. I want to be like the righteous. I hope you'll have a great day. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in today and every day. Hope you have a great weekend, and let's pray for a great, great day on Sunday. Uh, if you're a member here at Victory Baptist Church or you attend our church, we look forward to seeing you. If you go to another church, don't miss church this Sunday. Uh, be in your place. Uh, show up early. Uh, be prayed up. Be fired up. Be ready to get involved and give and serve and, and be a blessing to that church. I love you. God bless you. And hope you have a great day. Let's live on the winning side. On the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a coworker? We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.